Welcome to the Digital Inclusion Initiative opens new doors for second chance students and their families podcast hosted on today's Modern Educator. I'm your host, Matt Langan. It's never too late is the motto of the Highlands Community Charter School in Sacramento, California. But these are more than just words for those at Highlands who aim to support students who are on their second, third, and even fourth chances at education and a better life. Part of supporting students in today's world is ensuring that they have the proper digital tools and connectivity to access their education. With the help of industry partners, the digital inclusion program at Highlands has been successful at connecting students and their families with these essential tools. As the program shapes the lives of current students, it also creates generational change whose impact can be felt for decades to come. And today we're speaking with Michael Ressler, who's the Director of Student Engagement at Highlands Community Charter School, and Anissa Owens, who's the Associate Director of Government Solutions at Verizon, more about this. And Michael and Anissa, thanks for joining us today. Of course. Thanks for having us. Absolutely, and let's go ahead and kick it off. So as a result of the pandemic's early stages and the inequalities it uncovered, the digital divide really became a very prominent issue. And would love to hear your perspective and describe some of the major challenges that these digital inequities present to students. And we'll start with Michael on this one. But yeah, thanks, Matt. Um, you, you know, yeah, I mean, the pandemic was just sudden and, uh, we, you know, Highlands, had to really change the way that we were providing educational services. And, you know, we moved away from paper uh, to really, we had to go online. Um, we, we implemented some online learning models. And this really forced our students to have to come up to speed. And uh, our students needed to be familiar and comfortable with using digital tools. Um, but this was not as, as, as easy as it sounds, because our students, um, you know, this is a new, you know, uh, this was a new territory for our students, many of them who are uh, English language learners. Great insight there. And Anissa, anything to add to this one? Yeah, Matt. So we saw at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, when distance learning really first started, um, that the digital divide was really exposed, right? And so what we saw were um, news articles of students, you know, sitting in a Starbucks parking lot so that they could get Wi-Fi because they didn't have reliable internet access at home. Um, you know, just heartbreaking images. And uh, at Verizon, we were able to really turn on a dime and, and partner um, to bring really low cost internet access to K through 12 uh, students through what was called our distance learning program. Uh, we, were, we were very proud of, of that partnership, but what we found was um, that partnership exposed different inequities, right? Outside of just that K through 12 space, um, that it wasn't just the households with K through 12 learners um, that didn't have reliable internet access, whether that be because they're living in sort of a, a more rural uh, off the beaten path area or because um, they simply can't afford it, um, that there are folks um, who are suffering from the digital divide uh, kind of in all walks of life. And so we pivoted and added to our portfolio a digital inclusion program as well, um, which we've partnered with Highland on, um, where we provide uh, really low cost internet access um, to those who qualify via low income status. And uh, that has been, I think, a, a 
a great opportunity for us to make an impact in the community and be able to provide broadband access to all walks of life for whatever they, they may need it for uh, throughout the day. That's great. Thank you both for your responses on that. And let's talk about Highlands Community Charter School. We'd love to hear more about the challenges faced by its unique population. And Michael, you kind of hinted at this during the first question, but would love to hear more. Yeah, Highlands Community Charter School started in 2014, and it was a program um, that was created to really initially address ex-offenders uh, coming out of prison and and uh, needing a, a, a way to improve the quality of their life. And so Highlands offers a high school diploma program. All of our students are 22 years of age and older and without a U.S. high school diploma. So in addition to our high school diploma program, we offer an English language program and then 20 career technical programs. And, and, and so, you know, the major challenges uh, faced by our population is that um, they don't really do well with, with anything uh, to do with digital, uh, meaning um, they don't, many of them didn't know how to access their email and um, how to use a phone um, like the, the majority of the population knows how to use their phone. You know, I think currently most people would leave their wallet at home, but uh, and if they forgot it, they would just continue on. But if they left their phone at home, they would certainly come back to get their phone. And so the, the challenges for our population, again, 70% of our population is English language learners. Many of those folks are level zero one, meaning that they're having a hard time acclimating to life in Sacramento. And so, uh, and they have a hard time understanding and reading and writing and listening the English language. And so, um, so to be able to teach them or get them acclimated to the online learning and the tools needed for that, whether it's a Chromebook or a cell phone um, that Highlands provides to all of our students, um, it certainly wasn't easy. That's great. And that, that plays perfectly into my next question is really, let's talk about the digital inclusion program and tell us about how it benefited not just the students, but entire families in the Highlands community. And we'll stick with Michael on this one. You bet when the pandemic I mean, we, we can probably all remember where we were when we had to, you know, we were told to go home from work and we moved away from paper and we had to get into, so we got into Chromebooks and, and then, well, wait a second, we're giving students our, the Chromebooks, but many of them, as Anissa said earlier, didn't have reliable internet and, and you know, connection. And so we gave out thousands and thousands of Chromebooks to our students. And then at some point we thought, my gosh, again, that whole analogy about the cell phone and more people are glued to their cell phone than they are Chromebooks. And so we started giving out cell phones to all of our students and with free data and, and text and talk. And, and we encouraged our students to not only use it to keep connected to their student email account, but to also use it for their family and, and their connectivity at home. Um, of course, we know that kids were homeschooling and, and many of them didn't have uh, great connectivity. So with the cell phones and the Chromebooks, we really felt like not only was it a benefit to our students to receive this technology, and really we went 100% in on providing technology, but it was also uh, a huge benefit 
for the kids of our students. Again, our students are 22 years of age and older, and many of them have families, have young children. Not only were we improving the quality of life for our students, but we were also improving the quality of life for their children when giving them this technology. That's great, Michael. Very inspirational stuff there. And let's step back here for a second and tell us what is digital literacy and really what lessons can other schools take from Highlands in terms of addressing this issue? Well, I mean, digital literacy, I mean, one of the, you know, the, the, the kind of the, the core thoughts that we had early on was at Highlands is we wanted every student to one, be workforce ready when they, when they left Highlands. We also wanted them to have great knowledge on financial literacy and digital literacy. So that in terms of digital literacy, um, any job that you go out to is going to require you to be, to be digital literate uh, and not just literate, but really kind of advanced. And so um, what we did at Highlands is, is to, to, to address that and really that gap between our students and the use of digital tools is we started a digital navigator program. Um, and, and that meant us hiring people to help our students become more digital literate. And that included us hiring, having to hire um, staff that spoke, that were bilingual, that spoke Farsi and, and Dari and Russian and Ukrainian and Spanish and many other languages to be able to sit and talk to our students, go over the Chromebook and the, and the, the functions of the Chromebook and how to use the darn thing, how to use their phones, how to access, um, how to connect to a hotspot um, to not only um, for themselves, but also to use that hotspot for the other family members. So it was a very large undertaking. It was a very large commitment to digital literacy. And um, and, and really, thank you to the, to the pandemic that got us going. That's great. Thanks, Michael. Anissa, anything to add to this one? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, Michael, that's the first time I've, I've heard thank you to the pandemic. So uh, thank you for that. <laughs> At least we got something to thank the pandemic for. Um, I would just say that I've, been, I've had the opportunity to, to actually visit um, their technology lab at Highlands and um, meet some of their um, digital navigators. And it is a very inspiring environment. Uh, as, as Michael mentioned, you have um, multiple language being spoken. You also have um, folks who the students um, bringing their entire family in to learn the devices at the same time. So um, the last time I was there, I saw a family of five, you know, the mom, the dad, and the three kids all there learning how to use the jetpacks and the Chromebooks together. And, you know, the kids were all in on it too. So it, it was great to see that it's not just impacting the learner um, at the moment, but it's also impacting um, their, their whole family and bringing the, the literacy of the entire family along for the ride. And I would just encourage um, other schools or even um, state or county entities that are looking at um, setting up a program like this, um, it, it can definitely be done. Um, it certainly is an undertaking, but I think that Highland has a fantastic blueprint for it. And we see the outcome is an improvement in digital literacy throughout the entire family and thus the whole community. That's awesome. Great insights from both of you and really appreciate both of you spending time with us today. We're at our 
Final question, which is a little more future focused. So when it comes to looking ahead, what other opportunities are being explored for providing students with digital tools and connectivity? And actually, we'll start with Anissa on this one. Okay. Yeah, I think that we're just kind of hitting the tip of the iceberg, really, with this right now, right? The pandemic gave us a situation where we had to figure out how to meet the need that was immediate. And so we did it with the tools that we had at hand. And, you know, I think uh, with that said, we did a darn good job, you know, kind of making that happen. But I feel like there's... Um, there's so much more opportunity that we're really just learning about based on, you know, where folks are in their digital transformation journey. Uh, so I think um, the next steps are uh, just learning how to use different tools, right? So uh, as Michael said, you know, right now it's a matter of the basics and the brass tacks when it comes to uh, learning how to use technology, but there, there's so much more out there that can be used. So I think uh, where I see this going is like the same path as the future of technology, right? Um, looking into how we can better use apps, how we can better use the cloud. And then as we evolve into um, a, a much more um, AI powered world, you know, how we can make sure that the students of today are ready for that world of tomorrow. That's awesome. Thanks, Anissa. Uh, Michael, any parting shots here in terms of looking towards the future? Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, Nisa said it greatly. The the um, I mean, Highlands is just trying to keep up uh, and, and, you know, and, and we're bringing our students along um, because technology moves so much faster than we can we can even imagine. Um, and, and so, yeah, we're we're going online with all of our learning models and, and um ways to, to that that you, you know textbooks are almost a thing of the past and all of the learning is being done um you know through programs such as Edmentum and and so we are um, always and consistently looking at ways that we can really go digital uh, I mean that's something that you know um like I said uh, Murdoch Smith has made a great commitment um, for us to go digital and, and we're always looking at different tools um you know hardware that we can use whether it's you know the the newest iteration of of Chromebook or what we can do to give to our students that will not only um, motivate them to do their schoolwork and finish what they started a long time ago but also excel in it um, um, English language learning is not easy you know it's it's easier to do English language learning in person in class when you've seen the teacher speak and then you hear that teacher speak and how that word is pronounced and sentences and those kinds of things. But um, yeah, we're, we have made a long-term commitment um, to address digital literacy um, for our students. And, and then of course, um, how that affects their families. All right, well, this concludes the Digital Inclusion Initiative Opens New Doors for Second Chance Students and Their Families podcast, where Michael Ressler, who's the Director of Student Engagement at Highlands Community Charter School, and Anissa Owens, who's the Associate Director of Government Solutions at Verizon, shared great insights into how digital inclusion efforts at Highland Community Charter School are really, really making a difference. And Michael and Anissa, thank you so much for your time today. Thank, thank you so you. much.